Hello and welcome to, um, I was going to say episode eight, but we've got the wrong Darren here. We've got Gareth today from RHL Activities and we're actually sat in the truck at the penultimate round of the BYC this weekend. So Gareth, welcome. Thank you. Makes a change for being set in the podcast studio at the office, right? Yeah, the view, you're a nice track behind you and everything. <laughs> it looks, looks stunning to be fair. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to bring you on the podcast today because I think quite a few people sort of don't really get the the history of the BYC and what's involved for you and the staff and all that sort of thing to run a championship series like this. Yeah. Um, so run me through it. How did you sort of get involved with it and how did you start to build on what was already there? So I got involved, um, short bit of history, did Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Blew a fortune. Roger Harvey's advice to me was take on the what was the BYMX back yep. in the day um, because it was sort of failing where it was being run internally. Mm-hmm. So we took it on, and I'm going to remember, say circa 2011. Yeah. Um, and it was it was very bleak. Um, I think we started with 57 riders originally. Um, and we've we've built it and we've done what we've done Mm -hmm. um you know and this year or through the years there's been such good standard of riders but Mm -hmm. for me this year especially I've got Louis Kessel who was auto British champion with the first year I'd ever run it Mm -hmm. now like six foot odd on a one two five (laughs) and going pro and Max Ingram exactly the same you know I think Max is going to win a British championship yeah I'm so chuffed for that kid because it's like you know, travel from the Isle of Man every round, never moans, never gives you any grief. Yeah. Um, and it's like now, Max will be a British champion, and hopefully we're going to get him in MX2 at Maxis at mm-hmm. Drake. So, oh, amazing! You know, we're seeing the full progression, so yeah. it's fantastic. So, obviously, you started in 2011 with the BYC. Um, what sort of changes have you made over the years to sort of get it to what it is now? I think changes is probably with us. We're quite willing to listen to people. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some good sponsors and, you know, we've got different sponsors again now, which seem to be very, very good. Yeah. The KTM Orange Brigade idea is is exactly what we're about because mm-hmm. my frustration as a rider, as a, someone who's run a team, someone who's done it all, basically, mm-hmm. is we don't seem to support the youth through to professional. Yeah. You know, and the Orange Brigade's all about that, so that's why it ties in with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we've tried to do is make the series professional and probably that's it's a bit too professional because we like our rules we're quite black and white mm-hmm. um, and maybe that's why we don't get 40 on the line yeah. because we get the best British riders but unfortunately you know that's 20, 25 mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how we change that because we can't change the ethos of what we're about we want to yeah. produce the best championship for the best riders so mm-hmm. we will see This is another thing I wanted to dive into as well is sort of like um especially in the uk is there is a lack of numbers on the line with everyone at the moment you know it's not just byc and other championships but it just seems to be going a little bit backwards at the moment and i don't really know what's happening my frustration is and as i've tried to become Mm -hmm. a member of the ac motocross committee and things like that because everyone's too focused on championships as Mm -hmm. opposed to club Mm -hmm. um you know i'm a massive fan of amca and yeah when they went online, the MCA lost their way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be fair, they seem to have turned that round. Yeah. Um, and they're developing something. Mm-hmm. And my frustration with the ACU, great bunch of people on the cross committee, mm-hmm. but very much focused on Maxis, not on yeah. centres, clubs. You know, where people need to ride. 
Um, the smaller picture, if you the like. The smaller picture, but that's the bigger picture because mm. BEMS on seats, more licenses, more people involved. Yeah. Um, and I think there's too much split, too many federations, you know. Mm-hmm. If I don't like Sophie McGinn, I'll go and write, set my own series up down the road. And it's <laughs> like, you know, that that's not good for the sport. Yeah. And how how do you think going forward that um, we can potentially make a difference and change that? I think, to be honest, the, the only way forward, especially with my series and the Maxis, mm-hmm. you speak to anyone, is they need to come together. Yeah. You know, and if, if I've got to step away from it and the ACU do it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it definitely needs, this championship needs... These kids need to be in front of yeah. big teams. You know, yeah. the racing we've seen today is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and we've had people who've been to the Maxis at Fox Hills telling us today this racing's better. Yeah. You know, and this is a fiver to come and watch. So it's like, yeah. you know, that needs to merge. I think Paul with MX Nationals is doing a good series. Mm-hmm. I think Colin does a good series. Mm-hmm. But then you've got BSMA, you've got like three or four other championships yeah. and it's just too much. I think we need to look inside and go back to grassroots. Yeah, I think a lot of people as well, I don't know if, if you found this, but the rising cost of how, how much bikes are now, I mean, even silly things like fuel and stuff like that, it all con- contributes to where people are going to pick to go and race at the weekend. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like with us, to me, a British championship is a British championship. Mm-hmm. So you need to go, mm-hmm. you know, all around the, all around the country. Yeah. You know? And it's like we've always gone to Ireland every two years. Yeah. We're going to consciously go to Ireland because it's just so good next year. Yeah. Well, the you track's know. a different level, isn't yeah, it, compared yeah. to what totally we've got here? different level. And we know once people go there, they, they, yeah. they love it. So, yeah. um, so our plan will stay as mm-hmm. a British championship. Mm-hmm. But you look at a lot of them and they tend to stay London, Manchester mm-hmm. in the middle because, yeah. of, because of money, you know. It is, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we touched a little bit on uh, the merge with the Maxis and the BYC, which is going to happen at Landrake. Yep. So is this going to be a little tester or is this going to roll out, do you think, at some point? I would, I would have said three weeks ago or four weeks ago before mm-hmm. I had a little bit of a social media rant that it was never likely to happen. Yeah. Um, there's a definite interest in it working. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit of nervousness from the older generation that yeah. need to see how it works in Drake. So, is there more interest from the families of the riders and bits and bobs, or it all across the board? From across the board, I'd say. You mm-hmm. know, the engagement and the comments I'm getting, whether it's in this paddock or whether it's from Kawasaki KTM, mm-hmm. is everybody wants to see that merger. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that's putting the handbrake on at the minute, being brutally honest, is is the governing body. Yeah. Um, and like I say, I don't care if I don't run it, but mm-hmm. for the sport, a hundred percent, it needs to merge. I mean, in my head, it would make perfect sense to do that, and yeah. it's a no-brainer for me. Mm-hmm. But I just can't seem to get around, and I'm sure a few other people are a bit confused why why they don't do that anyway. I, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm not being funny. We, as RHL, work on criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, we do good, bad, uglies, and we're worse than yep. ourselves than anyone else. But they don't seem to be able to take criticism mm-hmm. and don't be able, seem to be willing to change. Yeah. You know, I've put a proposal to them, which mm-hmm. they keep their money. Mm-hmm. You know, everything from the event... Yep. I think it would benefit the clubs. Yep. 100% don't want to go, you know, in and be a promoter and run 10-round Maxis championship. Mm-hmm. I want to be a promoter that works with the clubs, that give the clubs something back. We know mm-hmm. what we know what it costs to run a Maxis. Yeah. Um, and there's big clubs that are saying we don't want to run it because mm-hmm. it's like, cost you money. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't see that. Like yeah. My Langdrake gamble is 45, 50 grand gamble. Yeah. 
you know, on people turning up. Mm. Um, and with the, the entries I've had for the Maxis, I wouldn't turn up to watch it. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how do you feel, um, I mean, for the kids as well, what do you think they'll be most excited about with the merge at uh, Landrake? The vibe we're getting is because they're going to be sat there with, yeah. you know, the Josh Gilberts, uh-huh. you know, hopefully Conrad's there, mm-hmm. Dylan, you know, so they're going to be in the same paddock as those riders. Yeah. And like I say, for me, it's exciting because I know how good the kids are. So yeah. I want my kids to be seen yeah. in, in that sort of area. Um, mm. And I just think the vibe of it all coming together, you know, the feeling everywhere I'm going, the feeling yeah. is like, this is good. Yeah. Um, and I've been quite open. If like people want it, they're going to have to support it because mm-hmm. it's, you know, we've got... Well, that's only fair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we've got to stand up to, to say this needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully they'll turn up and Drake. Um, so just jumping back as well to when you first started with the BYC, Margaret, bless her, she yeah. is like, she's a demon down there. I don't know how she does it at VYC weekends. No, or, or junior anyway. It's yeah. Like, yeah. She's nonstop. Yeah. Um, how did she come about getting involved with Margaret the championship was as well? my, Margaret was my external accountant uh-huh. who wanted a challenge. Um, and came in and sort of destroyed me because <laughs> I used to sell a lot of Hondas and Yamahas, but yeah. there was no money in that. So we stopped that. Uh-huh. Um, did the Grand Prix, yeah, and it worked to a degree. Uh-huh. Um, and she's just developed that role now. Where I'm like, I'm the probably the passion and the and the, mm-hmm. the exciting bit of the front, and she's the handbrake at the back that says, "Well, you know, it costs this. We can't do that." <laughs> yeah. you know? But it's it's a good combination for me because mm-hmm. I think people know that with Margaret is black and white. Yeah. Paperwork's done. Mm-hmm. You know, we got no worries about anything being wrong. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say we are probably a little bit too OTT, but... Sometimes it's better to be yeah. like that, though. Yeah. Well, when we take the kids to Junior Worlds, we know what we're up against. Yeah. You know, and we're just trying to educate people to that. But yeah, some people don't see that, do they? No, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And obviously the rest of the team as well. You've got um, Darren who does all your marketing stuff. Yep. Um, and the rest of the team that come and help you with the setup at the BYC. I mean, how many of you is there? So team on site normally is twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we have what do we have now? We have nine full time staff working mm-hmm. on RHL mm-hmm. and basically on the events. So whether yeah. it's it's bike racing or whether it's like an agricultural event, but mm-hmm. you know, like you say, Darren, I'll openly tell you, he stalked me for six years till I give him a job. <laughs> um, and to be fair to him, he's come in, he's passionate. Yeah. You know, and it's good for me. And it's like, as you know, I tried nicking you. So it's the same <laughs> thing. Um, it, it, you've got to have passion to be here. Carly has been with me. I've known Carly since she was a baby, but yeah. she's been left, come back. Mm-hmm. There's a good group of people. Yeah. Um, and they all sort of understand how the company needs to work. So mm-hmm. it, it, it works. That's it. So moving on a little bit from BYC stuff, you can hear Margaret now. <laughs> you can hear Margaret laughing now, yeah. yeah. She's probably upsetting someone. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or she's on the wine already, one yeah. of the two. <laughs> Big news for you this year at Weston then. Um, I'll let you, You well, people already probably know about it, but I'll let you talk about a certain chat that that's come in. We've got like, certain man from America, <laughs> Mr. Ronnie Mack came in, yeah, and now the trainers come in, so it's going to be a bit bonkers. So, How are you going to control him? That's what I want to know. We have no idea. And we don't really want to control him, do we? Um, but it's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I think for the fans and everything, the, the engagement has mm-hmm. been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. Sorry, Margaret's trying to put the handbrake on it because Ronnie doesn't come for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and his entourage certainly doesn't come for nothing. But, yep. 
you know, we've taken that gamble mm-hmm. and he's, like I say, I think the feedback and I think. All I saw across social media is just like, boom, yeah. he's coming to Western yeah, and yeah. that was it. And we've just been sat here talking about you know, the pan PR and marketing mm-hmm. now when he arrives and mm-hmm. it's like, there's some fun stuff going to be happening on social media for a week or two, I think. So, I know. Yeah. I, I was saying to Darren earlier, like, because obviously we're doing press day with you guys yeah. on a Thursday yeah. at Weston. And how am I going to have a serious conversation with that guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think you want to be honest with you. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Um, other riders you've got booked in for Weston already. Can you give us any heads up? As well? So we've just literally confirmed this week, Steve Olcombe. Oh, Four awesome. times world champion. Yeah. You know, Billy's coming back. Billy uh, Bolt. Billy yeah. Bolt. You know, because Billy is a character. Uh-huh. You know, so Billy and Ronnie as an interview. That's oh, gonna gosh. Be nice, yeah. You know. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mel's already booked in. Yeah. So Mel's come in. Mm-hmm. That's about it. A minute. We've got some news on other riders that we yeah. can't tell you to next week. But I think if, if we get the one rider, that'll mm-hmm. be job done. Ronnie. Ronnie and the Dutch meet. It'll be great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be looking forward to it for sure. Um, Western-wise as well, he, this is how many years you've been doing Western? 37. 37? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, rode at 14, uh-huh. first one, and then just evolved into <laughs> doing the fun bit now. Yeah, yeah now yeah. you're running it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so similar sort of setup as what you had last year at Western, or have you got anything new? Going in. Uh, lots new because last year, unfortunately, I lost um, my track builder mm-hmm. um, after 20 years. So last year, Johnny mm-hmm. Groves came in yeah, um, and did a good track, did a really technical mm. track, but perhaps not as flowing enough. So yeah. Johnny's got lots of ideas. There'll be, there will be a different type of track. There'll yeah. be a motocrossy bit because obviously we've got Ronnie, so we want to see how good he of is. Of course, and, you know, yeah. Fastest man in the world and all that. <laughs> um, and then there's lots of things going on because we've got Kawasaki coming mm-hmm. in, we've got Honda coming mm-hmm. you know, Husky KTM, so we've got good engagement from the yeah. industry supporting, so there's going to be a lot to see. Mm-hmm. Dougie's down doing his displays. Mm-hmm. We've got Guy on the Beach doing stuff in the quads. Yeah. We're trying to set up now... Um, Carl Fogarty, Dougie, oh, brilliant. Ronnie, on, yeah. the be- on the beach Sunday afternoon doing a wheelie competition yeah, of bits yeah. and just to see what we can do. So, yeah. Like I say, it's, it's, not, it's not really about the racing anymore, mm-hmm. it's about... It's family day out now, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah. what it seems to evolve as. Like, yeah. I can remember going, being a tiny kid and watching, Yeah. and now, I mean, it even seems strange for me to be going and covering the event with work, so yeah. how it must feel for you coming from riding it yeah. to now yeah but it's it's for me now the buzz is it's like now i'm 30 days away from the buzz of where mm-hmm. we start yeah you know literally because the girls are flat out yeah and i hate paperwork so it's like when the bulldozers arrive and uh-huh. things happen that's like mm-hmm. you know it's great so i sort of how long do you start the um the prep for western before the actual race event so we're on 2020 now already yeah wow yeah so we know the date we know what we're doing mm-hmm. like i say with this one everyone thinks we turn up and it just pops out the sand but yeah the build team will be in two weeks before yeah um and how's how quick can they sort of turn the track around literally the track is a 10-day build yeah then between the race obviously we rebuild it mm-hmm. um and but we've literally then got four days to get out Wow. So we have to return the, the beach to completely the flat. level. Yeah, completely yeah. flat levels agreed with the council. Yeah, so. I was, was going to mention about the council as well, because I know you've 
spoke to us before about um, sort of measures in place for rubbish and things like that across yeah, the yeah. beach. Yeah. Um, so we, we, Western's a plastic free beach, mm-hmm. um, which is a big thing this year for yeah. us because we're, we're first time there will never be any tear offs. Mm. You know, we're working with our catering people, there's no plastic bottles. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> if you want a cup of tea this year, you can take your own cup up as opposed to having a paper cup or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we try to be eco friendly. Yeah. You know, well, it's like uh, in the JWC, you yeah. guys won the the team green. Yeah, the green the green thing. Yeah. We, we know, you know, people sort of laugh because it's motorbikes, but we it's need important. to be seen to be green. You know, mm-hmm. we need to be green um, mm-hmm. and do our bit. You know, that's what's happened with the beach. It's like yeah. everyone tried to stop the beach many many years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it was proven that actually having the beach race yeah. helped the organisms and whatever in the sand because where we would turn the sand over oh, really? was proven to be very good for the beach. I but, did not know that. No, but no one's ever picked up on that. No wow. one, No one from the ACU has picked up on the fact that there's a positive element of motorcycles yeah. riding around on a beach. You know, so. I never even thought of that, you know. I think <clears throat> with stuff like that, you'd think it would be, for example, if you get bits of oil and things like that yeah. in the sand, but you wouldn't actually think, you know, rotivating it yeah, in yeah. that way yeah. would be a good yeah. thing. And it's like with us, we, we probably save North Somerset Council 50,000 men because we... Move the sand mm-hmm. from one end of the beach back to the other end of the beach because obviously the tide moves right. it round and things like that. Yeah, so of course. There's lots of things we do. Yeah. That a bit like the ACU, we probably don't brag about and tell people. Oh, it's behind the scenes stuff, yeah. and that's why it's so good to talk about it on here because, yeah. like I say, I didn't even know that, and I've been no. in the sport since you know day dot. But yeah. Yeah. there's so much probably people don't know about that goes into the beach race as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But well, any event, to be honest, yeah. you, it's like if you look at this, you know. There's a lot of prep work done before it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like you need it in place. So, it's, yeah, you know, and it's like with us, with our medical, we will never compromise. Yeah. You know, we always have the best we can have. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sometimes that costs, but I'd sooner spend that money. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Touching back on Western a little bit. You say you're going into 2020. <clears throat> Are you going to go bigger next year? We'll always go bigger. <laughs> we are a bit stuck on on because it's like the entry for this year. We expect to be full by the end of September for the solar race. Oh wow! So it's you is know, that is it fifteen hundred riders? No, we do a thousand and one solar. A thousand and one. Yeah, we have we'll have probably eighteen hundred riders over the weekend yeah. across all the classes, mm-hmm. um, and we don't go bigger now because we did in twenty in I can't remember what year, but the twenty fifth yeah. year, we nearly had twelve hundred riders, and it was just. Too much. Yeah, you just a bit get, too much. Yeah, you don't get that break. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was killing the marshals, killing the staff. So yeah. Like, so, but there's there's always room to go bigger. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, going into next year with the BYC, um, if all flows well at Landrake, yep. then is that your plan of attack for next year? My plan of attack from now is just to push the ACU and keep mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Um but me as one person can't do it. It needs to be the industry, I of think. Of course, yeah. And the, you know, the teams and whatever. If it's what we want, mm-hmm. I think we need to open our mouths and actually be quite vocal about it. Yeah. Um, you know, because it, it, if it doesn't change, mm-hmm. I, I fear not so much the BYC because I'll keep that going whatever, but mm-hmm. for the Maxis. Yeah. Know, I think it, it's it's dead on its arse is how it is. Yeah. You know? Um and that's no no individual's fault. It just needs. Yeah, it's just some one of love. them, isn't it? It's just yeah, yeah. happened over yeah. time that it sort of seems to have stayed where it is, and times moved on. But yeah. that's sort yeah. of lagging behind a few years. That's all. Back ten. <laughs> <To> back ten. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, looking back on this season as well, um, what's been the standout moments for you so far? So far. Junior mm-hmm. Worlds was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. You know, to take a bunch of kids and come away with that, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'd probably have to say Desert Martin. Yeah. Standard of riding, you know, but it's even today, it's like I watch races, you know, the 85, yeah. 65, every standard is, is unbelievable. Yeah, but you some know, of the line choices I've seen out, yeah. come out them kids today, yeah. especially up the hills at Little yeah. Silver, it's real off camber, yeah. it's slippy, and it's just... You know, and it's like the autos. Everyone knocks the autos, and I know, but they're riding the full track. Mm-hmm. You know, and from race one to race yeah. two today, yeah. the way they'd stepped up the standard is unbelievable. But I don't know, it's hard to pick out because it's like Preston Williams is doing so well on the 125. Yeah. I'm so chuffed that Max, yeah. fingers crossed and everything, is going to win a, win a British guy. Yeah. Charlie Amon's had a knock, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at next year's Junior Worlds and thinking... Who to you take know, with who you? To take. Yeah. I've got a good choice. Yeah. You know. So Junior Worlds as well. Um, you guys came away with was it third overall this year? Third, yeah, missed second by point. Oh yes, it was a point, yeah. One point. Yeah. Oh. Um, I know as well we were talking while we was out there about um how important the media side of things yeah. is to the kids. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes there isn't enough given back to kids in that way, is in no. media training. Yeah. Um, even things, little things like this, podcasts and stuff is... Well, that's my frustration because it's, again, we'll, we'll go back to Maxis mm-hmm. because I think if you interview any of my kids, as I'll call them here, yeah. they'll actually speak to a microphone and do an interview yeah. and engage, yeah. um, which is the the entire aim of what we're doing because mm-hmm. um, it's not just about riding a bike. Is it? No. And when we go to Junior Worlds and mm-hmm. you see the Italians and see everyone else, they're doing yeah. it. You go to interview someone at Maxis, it's so hard to get them to speak mm-hmm. or so hard to get them to even promote themselves. It's yeah. like frustrating. Whereas, to be fair, these kids are on it. Um, yeah. I mean, everyone that I've spoke to so far this season, um, the last lot of podcasts we did at Desert Martin, the kids yeah. were great. Yeah. Brand, little Brandon, yeah. I literally asked him one question. He just went. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's but your what best you interview was a little Irish kid, wasn't it? It's oh, like, little Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was great, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was, um, I spoke to him on the Friday and he was so, so nervous. Yeah. First British, first time at the BYC and he yeah. just, he was just stood like bouncing on yeah, the spot. Yeah. <laughs> he was so nervous, but um, he did great across the weekend for saying, yeah. it's, it must be daunting. Like I always forget yeah. because obviously I'm a bit older now, but kids at that age coming and racing. Yeah. These well, it, kids. It's today, isn't it? There's that little kid, number 12, on the autos. Mm. You know, and his dad's, like, he's done three laps. They were over the moon. And yeah. It's like the second race he did four laps. Yeah. It's like you're thinking, yeah, I can remember what it was about. Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's what gets yeah. it for me, I think. Meeting kids like Jordan. Yeah. And especially kids like that today is giving them that opportunity to feel like they've achieved something yeah. on their racing. And Even just over fr- a day. Yeah. It's the frustration. You know, everyone knocks my numbers here, but... If mm. the people actually turned up and got involved, yeah, you know, you can see the progression, mm. you know, and it, it, that's the frustration. Mm. Why go and ride something that you can win? Exactly, that means nothing. Yeah, instead of coming and doing a British Championship and having a go with progression. Yeah. I was talking to um, Rich Mike Jones about this today. Yeah, and we were discussing about how, um, you know, how parents don't take their kids to somewhere where they're not going to finish twentieth. Yeah. And they're going to finish 10th or whatever. They'll take them to a club meeting so they can win. Yeah. And, it's, and, and like I say, it doesn't but, work like that. <laughs> no. It, and, and probably both of our backgrounds, because it's like oh, I, I've been an AMCA rider mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, 
but every chance I got to go and roast against the Willie Simpsons or the Roger yeah, yeah. in my time, it was like I'd go because yeah. I wanted to see if I could beat her. Yeah, you know? that's what it's all about. Yeah. Landrake then, next few weeks... Is flat out. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we uh, literally move in um, next weekend. Yeah. Um, but to be fill to be fair to fill down there the track mm-hmm. and the prep we were down last Saturday is is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. He, he is giving Desert Martin a run for the prep. Really? Yeah. It looks absolutely stunning. And does he do it all himself? All, down there? all himself. The landowner, because um, yeah. he's a passionate biker. So and he wants his place to be the best. Oh, amazing. Um, but we've got the big bar coming that goes mm-hmm. to Western. Mm-hmm. There's loads going on as well, you know. Yeah. Because it's like we want to push the kids. Well, that's to it. Thought, yeah. And a lot of the time as well, if you find that the parents have had a good time, yep. they're going to come back with the kids. So. Correct. And it's the same thing. We're going to live stream yep. the kids. We're not allowed to live stream the Maxis, but yeah. we can we can create the weekend and yeah. show, show what it's about, I think. so. That's it. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's probably about it. A yeah. bit of a catch-up halfway. Well, I say halfway. We're nearly done the season now, We're aren't we? We're nearly done, yeah. But. <laughs> um, but thanks for having a chat to us, Gareth. Um, we'll probably try and get Darren on at some point if he can ever have a conversation with me on the podcast. He's too shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Um, but we will catch up with you probably at Landrake. And that would be good. This podcast is brought to you by 24MX, Europe's biggest online motocross store. There are hundreds of your favourite brands at discounted prices, so head over to 24MX.com to shop now.